here we are again on Ghost in the Garbage. I'm joined once more yes. and always by the incomparable Daniel Mothershed. Yes, I am. This is the sound of my voice yet again. Here I am. And and what a wonderful sound it is, as always. That's well generous. <laughs> Daniel, you know, you came to me with an idea uh, for this episode that I think is probably our most well-known topic to date. Everybody has heard of this. It's Larry King being an ancient father. And and Strange Tales is exactly the, the segment for that. <laughs> He's believed to have originated in Mesopotamia. Right, yeah. Um, there is a there is a, a, a hieroglyph of him in ancient Egypt as well, like with the suspenders, but also with the the pharaoh thing. I've seen I've seen that one. I think it's with Ahmet, right? The eater of the dead, and and someone's heart is being weighed against a feather. And, it is. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's some reference to Sumerian texts and flying saucers, I believe, as well. Yeah, and he actually defeated death, which is why Larry King is still alive. Well, naturally, I mean, to have his own talk show now. Still, right, yeah. no, no, it's not that as engaging a topic as that would be. <laughs> Daniel, listen, I, I think I hear it. I think I hear it. You do? Listen closely. I hear the call. <laughs> do you hear the call? Do you hear I hear the what sound? sounds like giant footsteps. And wait, and wait, there's more. Lo, a, a bestial wild roar doth emanate from oh. the woods and pseudo-urban areas outside our dwellings. Hearken to it. Yes. That's right, folks. It's, it's strange tales. And lo, there the were big feet. Yes, that's right. Bigfoot. Bigfoot is, is here on Ghost in the Garbage, sort of, because he's a topic. Uh, everybody knows about Bigfoot. Everyone yeah. knows. No, that's true. Everyone's heard of it. It's it's gall. It's it's kind of the American mystery, I think. One of them, yes, I agree. I think it's the American. What are the other ones besides Larry King's age? <laughs> <laughs> uh, great American mysteries, boy. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's definitely a big one. I would also say like your Roswells, your your uh, mm, Kennedy okay. assassinations, your uh, why mm. every other country in the world, why every other country in the world. <laughs> afford to give people health care and we can't i would say that's the greatest the greatest american myth and and confusing piece of information right now yeah that that's uh that's maybe a big one well okay outside of that no i like the other ones you mentioned though true it, it bigfoot is definitely in those top three those top five it's 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 just it just is i don't know you know i don't have some flashy uh little speech bigfoot well, uh, you are a staunch believer in Bigfoot, if I'm remembering correctly. Am I right? Absolutely not. Oh, I, I mixed that up. Yeah, there is, there is, as far as I'm concerned, literally no way <laughs> that this is real. <laughs> well, I don't know, Daniel. I will play the skeptic to your skeptic and say it could be. <laughs> um, I actually don't know what I think about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I was just gonna say. I mean, it's it's too easily dismissed as a lot of other things. Mm, mm, ouch! Fair enough. But it does have a very rich history. Actually, it's it's an old topic. It's been around forever. Oh yeah. 
Well, a lot of the things I was reading is like the legends of with, with native cultures and everything else. The legend, right, right. The, the legends, the legend of this thing predates the name Absolutely. Bigfoot. So I mean, it's it's this has been an existing thing before people were like, which also is a stupid name. Like I don't know why, if the description of of the animal, is, you know, the accounts describe Bigfoot obviously <laughs> as being like six to nine feet tall and it's super muscular and ape like, and it's and, and it's like okay, I, the, when I look at a gorilla, my first thought is not like, but uh, but big feet. But giant, this giant thing foot. does have big, big, big feet, hands, right? In the, in the footprints that have been measured, they're usually about like a foot long to like sixteen inches long, foot, maybe bigger. Right. I don't remember, but it is big feet. Granted, well, yeah, because it's it's six to nine feet tall. Like, how many nine foot tall people <laughs> do you know that have like wear like a size five and a half? I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. What else could you call it? I don't know. Well, it is also known as the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch, the the what Yeti, the the, the Yeti uh, of course is a, a version of this. The mink, like we mentioned in the Diet Loft Pass episode, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the um, skunk ape in Florida. Yeah, that's I, I didn't look into that one, uh, but yeah, that's that's true. The the skunk ape. That's the footprints thing is interesting to me that you mentioned too because it's always like some you know they're always like what five. five uh, well, the, the footprints always have five toes, but sometimes the Bigfoot footprint, the Bigfoot True. footprints also have claws. Sometimes they don't. It's like there's not these. So what you're telling me is not only is there a Bigfoot, but there's also like different species of it where you're like these Bigfoots have no claws. These Bigfoots have claws. Like no, you oh five toes with five claws. That's a bear. <laughs> Bears have big footprints. Like that's it's preposterous. Ooh. Says me. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because one popular uh, argument with the Yeti actually has come to be that it was a real thing, but it was a, a type of bear that's really um, scarce and really specific to particular areas, and that's what people were seeing. Uh, a sun bear, I think. Which, is. those, have you ever looked those up? They're crazy looking. They're weird looking, yeah. I mean, I can believe just... it. Uh, on a, there, there's one picture that I think even if you Wikipedia Bigfoot, there's one photograph that comes up that that people are like, look at that. And it's it, like you look at the picture. and It's very clearly like that. Even even some scientists I, I wrote down and I don't remember at what time this happened, but a lot of scientists looked at that and were like, that is clearly a bear with with mange. <laughs> That's clearly a bear with mange. Oh, I've seen that picture, man. It's hard to tell. Because well, I, I was like, have you ever have you ever looked at a hairless bear? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever looked at a photograph of a hair? They, they look like monsters. They look like absolute oh, I know monsters. There's um a good friend of mine grew up in the Midwest, uh, you know, super up north, and 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 one of the things she had said was, uh, oh yeah, uh, the, a friend, uh, a friend's dad hunted bears, and they and 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 butchered them and got the skins and everything so they said there was one day they went into like the wood uh the 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 state the shop that he used to do that okay. in, and they had them killed and, and dried out and i i'm demonstrating this is a podcast <laughs> you can't see it but they were hung out and uh and they said they realized with 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 them fully skinned and stretched oh, out god. like that they look like pe they look like oh people. god yikes 
That's Cause, horrifying. Because the heads would be off because people would want the bear skulls and everything right. for, to connect it to the, the – so it would just be the, the, the torso, the hands up over the head oh in sort of like a in sort of like a strung up position. And they said they looked like people and it scared the living crap out of them as little. So I think that one actually makes sense to me, the idea that like, yeah, you know what the Pacific Northwest has a shitload of? <laughs> Bears. And coffee. And coffee. <laughs> Bears drinking coffee. Which is why they're all keyed up and running around like kind of those blurry, like scattered, scattered photographs. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, though, and, and go back to the fact that you referenced that a lot of Native American tribes have this this ape-like creature in, in art, in stories, in legends. Yeah. I wish I could remember the tribe, but there was one I came across where, like, in their in their stories, this this half man or like like wild man or ape man kind of creature was said hairy man was another one that that a, right. like a, a native translation was like they call that the hairy man it's like uh-huh. was was said to live on these particular mountains and they didn't go there because that's where this was these are people that absolutely would have known that that period or part of the country is so full of bears. Right. Uh, they would have known what a bear was. They would know when they're seeing a bear. And I think especially when you consider that, like, these are these, these are people that lived in nature with these animals, came across them frequently. They're going to know when they're seeing a bear, even if it has mange, you know? Sure. Because you also then have stories in which, like, I would argue that that like if they saw a bear with mange even though they might not have known what mange was at that time they there's a story that explains the mange as some kind of affliction a curse or something but it's still a bear right so they have these separate animals that exist that that have all of these beliefs attached to them so how do you then explain that but even like some of the one of the things i read is some of these native accounts they they report like boy these animals exhibit strange behaviors such as shaking trees and eating clams it's like well that sounds like animal behavior to me like like oh yes they, it's weird. We've we've seen we've seen them um, sort of sort of eating fish out of the river. It's like yeah, that's what animals do. That's not erratic. Well, and there was right. There was one uh, that reminds me of another one I read where the the Bigfoot creature was said to steal the salmon out of nets uh, from this particular tribe or nation. Yeah. Um... But right, I would say they if if these are real they are animals well but 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 again the accounts are so different like you get some accounts that say that these these bigfoots bigfoots big feet what is the big feet uh both are acceptable from what i understand ridiculous uh <laughs> some accounts say that this thing uh you know in some accounts like well it's incredibly friendly and simple almost sort of a harry from harry and the harry Hendersons. and the Hendersons, right um uh, let's just talk about that movie for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> John Lithgow, great. Um, uh, I just, I just, never mind. I had a whole other tangent to say. Speaking of monsters, I watched, I watched <laughs> Bombshell again last night, where he plays Roger Ailes, and that is a truly phenomenal performance. But some of the accounts of this are like that they're incredibly friendly and simple, but others say they're much more dangerous, and, and certain tribes would encourage children never to even say the name of the big feats. Le- right. quote, least the monster be summoned to carry any person off, sometimes to even be killed. And I just think <laughs> it's, it's – with no other wild animals do you see that. It's never like, all right, well, um, these sharks are amiable and friendly. <laughs> However, this 
same group of sharks that that one might kill you you know i mean it's never like well there are safe lions to go up and physically touch and interact with in the wild and then there are the dangerous ones it's like no these are wild goddamn animals there's no like right these are the, these are the friendly ones these are the mean ones <laughs> like so i just think that's but i'll i'll argue oh go ahead go no, ahead, no that's i was just gonna i was just gonna continue saying that i think it's a, a bunch of absolute nonsense <laughs> now I'll, I'll kind of it's not exactly what you're saying because i get what you're saying there but to kind of make the point though that that you have that idea of not speaking the name or like a taboo associated with this animal so like the navajo do similar things with like bears for instance um or i believe uh snakes lizards i don't remember everything but it, it's similar where there's a belief that like the name of something and invoking that name like draws it to you 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 do see that in a lot of um like native like, cultures in the like US. the candy man i i mean <laughs> to totally bastardize something real uh <laughs> for people yes that's that's fair right like that by speaking the name you're giving that name power there's an awareness sure. that comes and then especially when you consider that that these are cultures in which animals have their immediate significance but also like a spiritual significance that's true and then something that is so far outside the norm like a bigfoot would be then is even more of this kind of figure with some kind of power in the first place right i i mean and what do i know about it i'm, I'm seriously like i'm a white guy like i'm really not qualified to speak uh, to this but in in the things i have read and, and do know and that's true and years and years and years ago i mean unexplained things to to, to tribes and groups of people like anything unexplic inexplicable was was oftentimes uh i don't want to say written down to but sort of sort of left up to like well, maybe magic, or maybe maybe it's a mis it's mystical in its. Oh, for for anyone, anyone, right? right. Yeah, I mean, it, like even look into the the when people were kind of looking into the cosmos and and maybe realizing that the Earth didn't revolve around the sun. Science and magic, even at that point, weren't that far off. So I guess oh, I should say totally science. I, and, yeah, I, I do feel that now that now that you've said that, I definitely don't want. <laughs> I I don't want to be like I, I'm not sitting here trying to like. No, 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 no. I know. Take a piss on any native group's beliefs or anything like that. I guess I'm looking at it more through like 2020 eyes. When you get, when you get, you know, the 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 Pacific Northwest equivalent of hillbillies trying to talk about this stuff. That's when I'm like, of course, this is, this is nonsense. I understand, um, and that's actually what I read and wrote down a lot of in uh, the the sort of the sort of native traditions about it. Again, while looking at it through 2020 vision, right. part of me's like, this is preposterous, but but. The, the native stuff is fascinating, and that's and that's what I wrote the most about in a couple of things I wrote down. In 1847, uh, a guy called Paul Kane took down a lot of reports from from took all these different stories from from different native groups and and put them down. Um, and 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 he reports of of um, I wish I had written down the tribe, but um, he reports of these um, a, a term called skokums am i pronouncing that correctly is that something you i i'm not as familiar uh with those particular tribes so i don't know it sounds sure this was a tribe it spelled s-k-o-o-k uh or excuse me s-k-o-o-c-o-o-m-s skokums or skookums or yeah it, it, right but yeah. the this group of people who were who were a group of cannibals that were living on peaks of mount st helens Oh, this is uh, this is what I was referencing, right? That's and, what I and thought. Don't go right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to me, it becomes like, well, 
Now, now, granted, most of my understanding of cannibal tribes has been formed by like the old Disney version of like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, and and, and I'm sure that's not, <laughs> you, you know, I'm sure that's probably not accurate. But or, um, or pirates, or right? pirates, Dead Man's yeah, chest. yeah. Um, but again, to me, I would feel like, all right, like I could see a larger, more f- threatening group of people donning a lot of furs and, and, and being, so, so I could see out of, out of this real thing, this real threat, you know, people who eat other people, I could see mm-hmm. that morphing into, um, into, into, um, superstition of like, all right, there's these yeah, well- cannibals that are tall and hairy and whatever, or, or wear a lot of fur. And then suddenly it becomes like they're monsters living mm-hmm. on the mountain. Um, you, you always have any culture. Like, I think this is just part of being human is this idea of othering. Right. Uh, everyone, every group, every culture throughout history creates an image of the other. And in Bigfoot lore, when we go back to, like, these these cultural roots, yeah, like, totally. I can see, like, an othering happening yeah. here. But then in 1840, you get, a, you get a less menacing account, and this is – you alluded to this as well. In 1840, you get a, an account written by somebody whose name is – I'm going to assume Elkanna, E-L-K-A-N-A-H, Elkanna. Uh, Elkanna Walker noted that there were, quote, giants living among natives who lived in the mountains and stole salmon. Oh, that was the one I was referencing, right? Yeah. So, so again— I, Right, I don't know the pronunciation, but yes, yes. So, again, part, part of me wants to think, now, like, the accounts from now, they're, they're wild animals. They're bears. They're whatever. But the accounts from, like, the 1800s, when you have significantly more native populations, I think it is a lot more of these— more violent tribes, these cannibal tribes, these the, and like you said, the othering of, of things that were maybe scary and different. I tend to yeah, think, and I tend to think that's that. interesting. And again, I'll preface this by saying, like, I, I'm a white guy. I'm really not qualified to speak to this with any kind of authority or knowledge. I, you know, it's it's true, but um, n- neither am I. <laughs> but in that regard, it's interesting what you're saying there because in in from the little I do know and understand. There, there does seem to be like when there's a formal, and maybe this is an idea that's presented to us by the media. If then you're out there listening and I have this all wrong, I do apologize. But it does seem like yeah. when someone is cut off from their their nation, their people, their tribe, in a lot of these cultures, there is like a forfeiture of of the belonging. There is there is a um, not necessarily they go straight to being like not human any longer. But they are no longer part of like like their identity is taken away. Their identity is gone. Absolutely. And and that identity Absolutely. is is a critical part of these cultures. That belonging. It's something that I think particularly like you and I, it's not the same in the world we live in and from the backgrounds we come from. In, in Scotland, where, where my family comes from, there's a little bit of that, right? Because um, in our family history, like we come from the clan tradition where, where I'm a Brownlee and I'm a member of clan Hamilton and, right, right. To, you know, I was married in my kilt and we have a particular tartan. And so like that sense of belonging, there is some of that coming from a Scottish ancestry, but it's still different. But yeah, no, with what you're saying here, I do think that, that this idea of, of being rejected by your people and then cast out. Mm-hmm. you become something else perhaps you know 100%. And, and sure maybe that fed into some of the the way these uh stories and beliefs evolved but then the white people come along and in particularly the 1970s bigfoot like you said is a hillbilly pastime you know right 
<laughs> right. One, one of the last things I had jotted down. This this feels like the right time to to, to mention this bit. But, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, in in the 1920s, this this native agent J. W. Burns collected and published a lot of these tales from from these different tribes. Yeah. Uh, in a Canadian newspaper. Um, and, and these regional tribes were insisting that Sasquatch was real and very mm -hmm. oftentimes were offended by being told that they weren't. Um, oh, yeah. Which, which is of interesting course. to me because we talked about you know the idea of the, these native tribes, again, are people that we as white people have, have taken away a lot of their culture. So, so mm -hmm. now suddenly we're doing this. And then it, it also said they, right. they went on to say um, that a lot of – the tribes who were recorded in here and and pushing back on the the insistence this isn't real these tribes were ins were insistent that um yes these things are real we see them we interact with them we do whatever uh and and they say that you know sasquatches have <laughs> i literally wrote it down word for word refused to appear to white men now that's really interesting like, which i oh, totally ahead, which i totally get because let's be honest if these if these people were walking around and interacting with white people within two weeks these guys would have their septums pierced they would be <laughs> they would be jeweling they would be drinking spiked hard seltzer they would be like they they would have like the phones with a little thing to hold on to so they don't hurt their pinkies like white people we ruin things so i totally get that <laughs> oh but and, and and on a serious note to what you're saying there i do i do like what you've pointed out that uh right that the whites are who came in uh, which is why it's it's I don't think we've you know done anything that offends hopefully but even talking about it in the context we are right like we're participating in a commentary on something that we really have no basis for but I think being aware of that you know it well and I guess and helps. And but I, it's interesting it, there's a tension there you just can't get away from well I guess what I'm trying to say is is I'm more I'm more one third of Bigfoot sightings come from the the late 1800s to the 1980s, mm -hmm. and a third of them are all in the Pacific Northwest. And I, and I right. that's the stuff that I want to dismiss. the The native cultures, while I don't necessarily, of course, of course. while I don't necessarily personally me think that Bigfoot exists, I understand the the native cultures' belief in that stuff. This the the sort of the sort of raising up of and and hallowed sacredness of animals of like that stuff i i understand and i get why they do that and why they believe that and that's stuff that I, that's the stuff i actually think is super cool and interesting while i don't necessarily believe it i have a lot of respect for it maybe oh I, sure I, I feel like i'm trying to do a lot of damage control from, from <laughs> coming out of the gate being a smart ass <laughs> but but like it's it, that that stuff for which i have the utmost reverence and respect even if i disagree with it whereas a lot of the other stuff we're about to start talking about, I think, is bullshit. Yeah. Well, I think, too, even it's fair to say some of these accounts, too, are, I'm sure, just people, other human beings, insisting that they actually saw what they're saying they well, saw, right? There is there is what you're talking about, absolutely. But there's also the part where it's just like, no, I know what a freaking bear looks like, and this wasn't a bear. <laughs> but I mean, it, the 2007 was the photo that was when the photo we released that was that was discussed. That people were like, this is a baby Bigfoot, and and a lot of the Pennsylvania Game Commission was like, nope, this is a sick bear. 
Yeah, I've seen that photo. That's interesting. And, and I agree. It's an interesting photo. It is, you, but weird. you you can't tell. You don't know. It's a game. It's a game cam. Right. I'm not saying I think it is Bigfoot. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I certainly it's don't impossible know. to identify. I certainly don't know. But I think again, if you have the Pennsylvania Game Commission, who probably knows whether they've got sick bears out there or not, looking at that photograph and being like, "Yeah, this is one of the sick bears. This is our job." Except these are again. Uh, and I love this. Like this kind of gets into a broader commentary that I think is really uh, relevant right now, even with what's going on in the world. We forget. I am by no means criticizing science, scientists, people in position <laughs> right, of expertise, right, right, right. authority, but we forget or ignore that these are just other people. And yeah, they know a lot, and they they may know a heck of a lot about a particular topic. They're still prone to human error. I mean, are, look. I mean, is is that an implication that like the more scientific you are, you can you can maybe tend to be blinded by that? Because I think that is true. Like the more yeah, the more analytical, of. the more analytical, and I would argue the more cynical people are. And I I would I would count myself as an exceptionally you know this. I would count myself right. as an exceptionally cynical person. So I think I am I am more apt to be told something. Uh, Fan, not fanciful, but more after we told something that's a little more extraordinary in terms and be and immediately I'm like, yeah, well, here's why it has to be, yada yada yada, right. yada. like an un- cynicism and and sort of an obsession with facts can kind of lead us to, I guess, be sort of like, no, that's bullshit. There's no way, and here's why. Right to a perception of infallibility. Um, and and I'll just right. get very specific. Currently, right? Okay, like we're living in a world right now where we were told at first, no, don't wear masks. You don't need to wear masks. It's fine. Don't wear any masks. We are the experts. Don't wear masks. Again, don't wear the masks. Well, now, as of two days ago, three days ago from when we're recording this, the CDC is telling everyone to wear masks when they go out in public. Right. Oops, we we maybe uh, changed our mind or found some new evidence. Whoops. And I'm not really criticizing the information itself. I'm just making the point that even the experts are subject to the fact that they are still human and that we have incomplete knowledge about everything. But again, I think that's where, like, with... Again, I'm going to say, I am a a writer and a performer, and my day job is working at Home Depot, so by no stretch of the imagination do I claim to, <laughs> I claim to be smarter than I really and truly am. But I feel like these scientists are responding to more information. So it's saying with the information we have right now, we're saying it's okay to not wear masks, but now weeks and months later, we have more information and they're saying, all right, maybe you should, you should be wearing masks. Yeah. But then the problem, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Now this just became like one of every other million podcasts talking about (laughs) COVID-19. Oh, we'll trim it. But, but no, I think this is totally okay. Um, It's relevant because we're talking about science and Bigfoot. And I, so I think with a, with a photograph, like with a, with a situation like this, you look at this photograph and, and with the information that these, the game commission has at the time, they say, this looks like with, with the evidence and information we have, this is what this looks like. And I think Mm -hmm. we're, we're there to be other pictures, different pictures. Like if you could see the head or whatever, like if if more information was released, I'm sure these people, you know, if, if they had to smart people, People are willing to say, okay, the last thing I said was based off of the information I had then. But however, there's new information now, so a smart person can say, I'm willing to adapt to this new information and change it. Speaking of science, I'll read this to you just to get us get us back on the Bigfoot track. <laughs> uh, so so from from 1818 uh-huh. to, ni- to 1980, there are only just a little over 1,000 Bigfoot sightings. Okay. That's not very many 
1818 to 1980. It's really not. And then in 2014, the Associated Press ran a study and did a and conducted a poll in which they learned they learned that for your average American, I wish I had the actual number, but they didn't provide it. The average American is more apt to believe in Bigfoot uh-huh. than the Big Bang Theory. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll say, though, one thing you have happening between those times, all right, so yeah, you, you basically identified 10 Bigfoot sightings per year in that 100-year span. Well, you're also forgetting that the, the population density in areas where those sightings were occurring went through the roof in those 100 years. That, that the United mm-hmm. States now has 350 million people compared to, I, I don't know the number, but I'm sure an exponentially lower factor at that time. So I don't know. You know I'll throw that one out there in response. I, I, get, the, I get up to the 80s because, yeah, you get a lot of population booming. But, but again, that was the 80s. Where, where shouldn't if, if these things are still around and with how populated we are now, shouldn't this number shouldn't this number be grow, growing exponentially? Well, I can't speak to the number, but I did hearing that this was the way you thought and the way you felt about Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> I went and I found recent sightings for you, and I'll, I I will not comment. Oh no, no shit. I did. No shit. Okay. I will make sure. no comment as to my own opinion of the sightings, but I will present these for your critical analysis. And I just think to, to I want to put a date on the on the twenty four on the on the Associated mm-hmm. Press poll that was in two thousand and fourteen. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So a little bit ago, but not. Not that long. That long, and that, and that's where like the the notion to me that, that when we just to go back to our discussion of science, like the Big Bang theory happened. You know what I mean? Like even even the the idea of the Big Bang happened. All right, so I'm going to give you as I said, I went in to the internet and I dug up with my search engine skills accounts. <laughs> That have occurred since the dates that you insist there have been no Bigfoot sightings. I didn't say I insisted. And here we go. I didn't go. say I insisted. I just said it's interesting that that there don't seem to be as prolific. Is is I guess what I meant. Well, I think what you really meant is that there were none, and and that is how I approached it. This, this just turned into a cable news show. <laughs> I could do I could do my newscaster voice too. I, I, me too. I'm ready when you are. It's it's more 1920s though. It's more like 1920s like uh, racetrack. With, like boys. the teletype in the background. <laughs> yeah, right. September the eighth, Cloverdale, California, 2007. <laughs> Between 8:30 and 9 p.m. of the evening of September the eighth. All right, all right, we'll do it for real. All right, so. <laughs> Whereas I can only do the like cable. Bigfoot the, was sighted. Yeah, I can only do the like cable news punditry voice where it's like Bigfoot. Is it real? Is it nonsense? I have no idea. I'm gonna have some people on who disagree with me. Man, you're gonna get a call from Wolf Blitzer after after we air this one, or Geraldo. No, Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Wolf Blitzer is. I think it was Stephen Colbert that said Wolf Blitzer is the only person who could take anything exciting out of being named Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Wolf Blitzer's like tonight. That's true. Like, why does is... CNN have so many guys? Him and him and Geraldo Rivera, like how how do they how do they get these guys that have these names? I don't know. I think Geraldo's on Fox, isn't he? I have no idea. 
My, my, my go-to CNN news guy is Jake Tapper, which I realize this is totally off off topic, but um, <laughs> the, the State of the Union. There you go. Not endorsed, not endorsed uh, or a sponsor of this podcast, but um, <laughs> if Jake Tapper doesn't want him want him to be talked about on this podcast, Jake Tapper can come on this <laughs> podcast and tell us not to talk about him. All right. All right. Well, I'm concerned that that joke keeps coming. I think that could that could go badly for us sometime. I don't know. It worries me. <laughs> All right. So we'll start, we'll start giving people we want to talk to and saying that to them. <laughs> Maybe. All I'm saying is if Margot Robbie does not want to be talked about on this podcast, <laughs> she can come. Ha- she can come hang out with me for a couple of days and, and then decide at the end of that what she thinks. <laughs> so September the 8th, Cloverdale, California, 2007. A police officer was driving to answer an alarm call on a ranch. He noticed something coming up out of a ravine onto the roadside. This is a quote from him. I thought that I might have surprised someone who might be growing marijuana in the woods or something like that. So the officer then said that he hit the brakes quickly and backed up. He used his headlights, and that's when it got scary. He illuminated a creature that was about six to seven feet tall, covered in thick, matted fur and walking upright. It had leaves and grass matted into the fur of its back as if it had been lying down. It was moving slowly. The creature then turned toward the officer, who hit it with its headlights and said that the eyes like lit up, you know, like an animal. But then it fled into the woods or the brush or whatever, and there were crunching noises as it walked away. Leaving all well, the I beef couldn't... jerky it was eating. Oh, sorry. That's a, <laughs> that was a commercial. He stumbled onto the set of a commercial. Uh, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. It was definitely something I was not going to put on the radio, he said. So what do you got? What do you have for that one? Nothing. I guess Bigfoot must be real, Daniel. Clearly. All I right, guess. we'll move. Just let me rip up the rest of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move to January the 8th of 2008. A big rig trucker, as opposed to any other kind of trucker, was driving near Scorpio, Utah on I-15. The trucker noticed glowing eyes on the side of the road and figured it was a deer. He hit his high beams and sees something huge running across the road. He estimated that compared to his truck, it was 8 to 10 feet tall and between 800 and 1,000 pounds. It was covered in black hair. It turned to look at him, and he had to swerve and almost wrecked the truck. He did manage to stop the truck, and returned to the scene of the sighting, but there was nothing. This driver was an avid outdoorsman and hunter who didn't believe in Bigfoot, but he did after this, and it, quote, scared the hell out of me. What do you got? (laughs) What do you got, Mr. Doubter? You're driving, it's late at night, you're tired. Uh, I mean, he's a truck driver, so let's be honest, he's probably so hopped up on speed, he had no idea what was going on anyway. No, well, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, All I right. think, hold on, hold September- on. My, my, my thought on that, honest to God, is is <laughs> it, it, I cannot tell you how many times I have been out driving and and been tired and seen any number of things that in hindsight it's probably like, was that a monster or was that, you know? <laughs> just was, right. Was it, or was it just, I mean, again, like, was it a bear? Utah, probably a lot of bears. <laughs> California. All right. A lot of yep. bears. Now, now, sure. now. Granted, the the police officer account is weird, and I don't have I don't have anything. I can't 
I can't cynic that one down. But, um, <laughs> but also, I've been to California and I've seen some weird shit. So, so how do you know that's not a person? <gasps> I mean, Disneyland is is a strange place. Let's be honest. Right. It's a small world. Maybe he should have thrown a dollar at it and he could have taken a selfie with it. <laughs> Maybe that's how bad that's how bad your small word world joke was. I just went off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, and speaking of just moving on, let's let's move on and remove. Let's remove night now. We're going to remove night. You mentioned it was night, and sometimes you think you've seen monsters. Well, let's go to the daytime of September the first in two thousand and nine. A woman near Rifle, Colorado, was commuting and was self-described as a little groggy drinking her coffee. Just before she arrived at Independence Pass, she decided to pull over and get a little fresh air to wake her up. She looks out into an open meadow and sees a strange animal that she assumes is a bear. But it stands up on two legs with arms that hang down to its sides. It is very hairy. That's true. Bears, and I've never seen a photo of a bear standing upright with its arms dangling. I have a wrench for you. Other than this, it's very hairy and it has cinnamon-colored bears. Here's the wrench. It's holding a wrench. I have seen bears do that, but (laughs) she describes another anatomical feature that this creature has that I have not seen many bears (laughs) with. A very not well. I don't know what you're thinking. (laughs) <laughs> a very large Uh-oh. pair Uh-oh. of breasts. Uh- a very large pair of breasts. She previously did not believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> Quote, my life is forever changed. The- <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a bear with breasts. The legend of big tits. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right. June 22nd of 2009. A college student in Rhinebeck, New York, is heading to a rehearsal at a performing arts center near and dear to Daniel, a fellow performer. I perform too. Just not very much. <laughs> Only on the podcast. <laughs> every, Suddenly. Every day. He was given a solo and a monologue. <laughs> and uh, not really. <laughs> he swerved. <laughs> To miss an object in the road. And it was a bear. It was a shopping bag container. (laughs) No, 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 no. It was a shopping bag container, a cereal box, which was open, and a small log. The student, thinking this was a miss, turned his car around and catches a three to four second glimpse of something walking upright. It was about seven to 7.5 feet tall covered in black hair, and walking, swinging its arms, very exaggerated, and oddly in a palm-up fashion. He felt, quote, nervous, confused, and excited at the same time. (laughs) Daniel is stunned. Well, we'll move Uh, on to May 3rd. I was going to say, a very interesting account. I was in New York (laughs) once, sort of walking around, and uh, I saw what was a a sort of um, milk-white, cat wearing a pink dress with a little crown walking around talking to what appeared to be a fuzzy red monster who was talking to Iron Man. Well, that sounds like it was the city. Is Rhinebeck, New York, in the city? I don't have a clue. 
You you see Bigfoot in the city, nobody even notices because of what right. you just said. Right. Oh yeah, it's Times Square, the Times Square Bigfoot, <laughs> which is actually just Al- Alec Baldwin <laughs> slapping police officers to get away from him. Is actually the Times Square Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I could believe it. Well. We'll move away from places where that could be a logical and true explanation to Blackstone, Virginia, (coughs) on May 3rd of 2011. A man and his son, early on the morning of, early, excuse me, early in the morning of May 3rd, heard a loud noise outside their home. Naturally, they grabbed a pistol and a shotgun and went outside to investigate, figuring they would encounter a burglar, or a bear. Instead, they were confronted by an eight-foot-tall, hair-covered hominoid, which was running toward them at blinding speed from the nearby woods. The man screamed at the creature, and his son fired the gun into the air, but the creature shrieked and continued running toward them, getting to within 15 feet before the pair retreated back to their house. I was in terror, the man wrote. He recalled that Bigfoot had a pervasive odor, really stunk, and of course left footprints that were about 18 to 20 inches. There's the correct distance. An investigator to the man's farm, a Bigfoot investigator, interviewed him, documented this, and a series of other unusual incidents, which included loud whales. We heard that at the beginning of the episode. W-H-A-L-E-S. Whales? (laughs) Yeah, you know, like the humpback making that. Yeah, in Virginia, of course, that's what they were hearing. And uh, banging on the sides of the house at night, suggesting that the Bigfoot has visited them repeatedly. I've got two more of these, and then we'll play true or false for the last segment. Um, When you hit those, I've got a couple other. I've got some, some, just to just okay, okay, get some more science. This one's get some more science up in here. Uh, to fight to fight these. <laughs> so on this one's shorter. On August 9th of 2011, a woman in Hawking, Ohio, was it's like Unsolved Mysteries. That dude, that guy has the perfect voice for this kind of stuff. I, I won't try it because I can't yeah. do it. A woman in Hawking, Ohio, was taking her two dogs, quote, potty, when she heard a whistling sound. I hate that word. Like, as a parent, I find myself saying that all the time now, and it drives me bonkers because I, I hate using the word potty. One of my, co- one of my coworkers has... Uh, a slew of grandchildren and so she says at work she's like i'll be right back gotta go potty i'm like you're an adult working with other adults there is no cir- there is no circumstance under which you need to say i have to go potty <laughs> you don't have to be all crass being like i'm gonna go take a piss but you don't need to uh, but like you don't need to say there's middle ground just right. say I, I i have to go to the bathroom or even there is middle ground or even better i'll be back there you go. Well, in this case, the dogs were going, quote, potty, when she heard a whistling sound. <laughs> I'm like, was it the dogs? I guess not, because she says then that one of her dogs began to act strange. She looked up and saw trees moving and a large hairy creature. What the hell was it? This was watching the dogs pee here? What is this? Gross. When the creature saw her, it let go of the branch and disappeared back into the woods. She was allegedly a former deer hunter and knew wild animals. 
this surely was nothing explicable. The last sighting, the most okay. recent, January 12th of 2020, two Ohio men were walking through the woods and saw what appeared to be Sasquatch. Should we even be here, said Eric, who uh, did not give his last name in wish to remain anonymous. Smart. The other guy, Nathan Gray, said, quote, seeing the creature was scary. They described it as large, hairy, walking upright, and leaving footprints uh, near this location. I just had to include these because, because of the names here, two of the names in particular. <laughs> Bigfoot is commonly sighted at Morgan's Knob. Parker, <laughs> I was waiting for that. Parker Road and Bigfoot Ridge. Uh, that would make sense. So there you go. Bigfoot at Bigfoot Ridge. <laughs> I know that we have you on record saying that there have been no Bigfoot that sightings since 1970. You. But I wanted to add. That is not what I said. <laughs> All right, you, you've got a couple. You've got a couple. Oh, wait, give us some analysis of this. This is clearly evidence that Bigfoot is real. How do you refute all these sightings? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Again, like I just, like my brain is short circuiting because all I'm doing is thinking of ways to make fun of these people and be like, I want to know how often drugs or alcohol or, or whatever <laughs> is in, 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 seriously involved in situations like this. You're 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 out hunting in the woods with your friends drinking like that's a that's a, not a not a not a tradition i partake in but uh, you know i've i've heard people talk about doing this and i just think but but even do you feel, do you feel like in the last couple of years there's been an upswing in the amount of stories we hear about like crazy assholes out in the middle of nowhere that, that dude buy lots of exotic animals and oh. have all kinds <laughs> there's of there's been that uh, you know what I mean? Like, so part of me is like, well, how do we know there's not some lunatic who's got a a, 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 a bigfoot suit, like a big ape? Uh, no, like a big ape sanctuary oh. somewhere. That's what I'm talking about. Like the the amount, like there there was obviously there's it's off the, like books. the Tiger King thing, right? Uh, but but then even like there there was that guy in like was it Utah? I can't remember that had this like giant predatory bird illegal bird sanctuary where he had all these gigantic and they ended up killing him. <laughs> that's that's, that's great oh that's a great story uh, yeah i love it and you hear and you hear so many stories about you know you you buy monkeys on the black market and so i'm just part of me <laughs> you can buy a tiger for two thousand dollars <laughs> right so so it's not it's not insane to me to think like there are there are crazy sick people out of the world who, who who like the idea of having these exotic pets and who's to say they don't get out and who's you know so and again i'm not i'm not saying that's definitely what you it want is, a baboon like, like this is... <laughs> i got a real right. good one for you just wrenching off people's <laughs> wrists there's this real big monkey i can sell you yeah but again that i mean that's that's not use your stimulus check <laughs> right. no no i Shit, yeah tiger. that's interesting that's interesting i think it's kind of I, I almost like that because, better than Bigfoot being real. <laughs> right, yes, definitely. That's a little more, a little more funny. Mm -hmm. Because so many people look at these, um, even even the photograph we mentioned in, in 2007 that people think is a mangy bear, there's a lot of people who say, well, that looks more like a chimp. Oh, sure. They look more sure. chimp. They look more chimp-like. So part of me is like, okay, yeah. 
what if it is? <laughs> you know, I mean, what if that yeah. is a simple explanation? Maybe not for all of them, but for some of these simple ones, like yeah, it escaped from a zoo, or or or, or people who are who are, you know. I don't know. It's interesting to me that there's so many hoax Bigfoot. There's so many hoax Bigfoot sightings. Oh that yeah. Even like big Bigfoot purists are mad about the people who do the hoaxes. Right. Which to me is like, what? Come on. Like mm-hmm. what? Well, we'll make a believer out of you yet about something. Some something will happen on this show. Uh, maybe something will. I don't know. Be here. Maybe we'll find info. We're we're gonna make a believer out of you. A Bigfoot has to show up at my home. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, uh, if Bigfoot is real, he can come on this podcast and and he can he can he can uh, attempt to tell us <laughs> that he's real. Well, there you have it. It is interesting, like I, with stuff I've written down. There, there are next to no, very few qualified anthropologists are willing to to sit down, comment, write, or give validity to this subject. I read a story of they had a study of about thirty hair samples. Yeah, yeah. And after and after studying every single one of those thirty samples, only one of them was proven to be primate in origin. And after slightly more tests, was proven to just be human hair. Mm. Mm. Too bad. In twenty in twenty fourteen, another another test. They had specimens from all over. They had specimens from the United hair specimens. Yeah. They had specimens from the United States, from Russia, from the Himalayas, and from Sumatra. And again, only one of these tests proved to be at all human in origin. The rest were literally just common animals, <laughs> su- such as such as cows, horses, dogs, sheep, ox. Goats, raccoons, porcupines, deer, etc. <laughs> Por- porcupine hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, th- and to me, this is actually interesting. Two of those samples that were identified actually ended up belonging to an incredibly rare type of brown bear, which I argue is the only actual interesting <laughs> thing to come out of that study. That is interesting. And then the, the last thing I've, I've written down, uh, renowned philanthropist and and ape apologist i don't know what the what the word is uh jane goodall the great jane goodall oh jane goodall is amazing yes yeah Uh, what do you what i don't want to say what do do you call what she a biologist what is she a zoologist Uh, i don't know a zoologist i don't know what conservatory uh, work i'm more godzilla than king kong so i know that a reptile scientist is a herpetologist i don't know i don't know what an ape scientist is yeah a primatologist i think actually i think it is a primatologist no perfect um in 2002, oh. Jane Goodall was interviewed about what she thinks about Bigfoot, oh. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, her her quote is broken up into three parts, <laughs> and rather than read part of the quote and then be like, but then she went on to say, I'm gonna just do my best dramatic reading, dramatic, and I'm not gonna do an impression of Jane Goodall, but I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read this oh, regalia. Yeah. <clears throat> so yes. again, so I'm gonna be yes. Jane Goodall. You, you 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 play the part of the reporter and ask me if I think big feats are real. Now, Jane, I understand that you have a well-formed opinion, and I'd like to know, do you think the Bigfoot is in fact real? I'm sure they exist. Well, I'm a romantic, so I, so I want them to exist. You know, why isn't there a body? I, I can't answer that. Maybe, maybe they don't exist. I, I'd like for them to. Well, Jane, do you have any more you'd like to say about this to us? 
Well, in 2012, she went on to say in the Huffington Post. <laughs> in 2012, she said in the Huffington Post, I'm fascinated and actually would love them to exist, but it is strange that there have never been a single authenticated hide or hair of a Bigfoot. And I've read all the accounts. Um, and, mm. and, and that's the thing, I think. Like, it's Is it insane mm. for me to think that at one time on this planet there were there were these gigantic sized apes that's not insane to me at all like all you have to do is go to a goddamn museum to see like you know <laughs> gigantic versions of things we have now that are really really small that have gotten small you know yeah. what i mean gotten sort sure, of, sort of sure. everyday life size so do i think that at one point in mm. time um something akin to a bigfoot probably existed yeah i absolutely do do i think a missing link still exists no, I don't, because what, at some point, you know, as people, we're leaving the trees and evolving, if if, if you choose to believe that, mm -hmm. what, like, there are some people that just didn't make the cut, like, oh, the, that family didn't evolve, <laughs> they're, they're still in that, like... That's the Neanderthals, man. Right, but even a Neanderthal, from what we approximate them to look like, doesn't look like a Bigfoot, they still look like people. No, oh, no, that's a good point, yeah, you, well, basically, and I've seen some Neanderthals in real life, so, you know, right, yeah. they might still be here. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they sell people car insurance. <laughs> At least did back when I was in go. high school, that's a dated analogy. <laughs> um, the other thing I really do think is, is um, one... One account I had read from a, from a, from again a scientist was was kind mm -hmm. of saying, look, in order for these things to continue living, there would need to be a large enough breeding pool for them to continue populating. And 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 based off of the limited amount of sightings and the fact that they they are so widespread, it's not like there's one central location where this is happening. It doesn't right. seem to be there are enough of these things to to. Sustain their continue population. populating the planet from from 1818 when these accounts really started cropping up to now. It just doesn't seem. It doesn't. I'm not going to say it isn't. It just doesn't seem possible. Well, Daniel, you seem very knowledgeable about Bigfoot, and you <laughs> no. you seem like you're an expert on this topic. So we're going to test that while we close out the episode today. We're going to give you a test. This is going to be a true okay. or false test. That's going to identify how much about Bigfoot you really know and how qualified you are to make the statements you've made today. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to kick it off here. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> are, you, are you ready for your first question? Sure. True or false, Bigfoot's prints, footprints range from 13 to 17 inches long on average. If I say true, does that mean that I'm saying I think that this is true, is that it's real, or can I be saying true that I think, yes, people believe that? I, I'm sorry. True-false questions only give you the question. I can't comment on, on those types of thoughts <laughs> that you might be having about this test. That's not uh, how standardized tests work. I'm going to say, while I do not believe or endorse that these things are actually real, I believe that people who think that it's real think that that is, yes, true. Correct. Bigfoot's footprints do typically end up being reported as ranging from about 13 to 17 inches on average. Second question. Nobody has ever found Bigfoot poop. One man claims this caused him to lose all faith in the existence of Bigfoot. True or false? That one I feel like is false. 
I'm sorry. No, that's, that's true. I did find something on the internet. I have not seen. This is a trick question because there have been. You need to pay more attention to your standardized test structure here. There have been times that people have found Bigfoot poop, supposedly. I didn't see if any of it was analyzed. Right. But in fact, the question was really asking if one man lost his faith in the existence of Bigfoot because of this. And yes, oh. I don't remember who he was or what website I found it on. But he did lose his faith in Bigfoot's existence because someone asked him, why don't we find its poop? And there has never been any verified Bigfoot poop, just as there has never been any verified uh, Bigfoot hair. You know, there was one guy that did two different Bigfoot scams over the course of, like, several years. Like, <laughs> I've heard about that guy, yeah. Claimed that he had it, and then clearly when they looked at it, it's like, this is made out of plastic and rubber and everything else. <laughs> and then he claimed he had, like, years later, he claimed he had shot and killed a Bigfoot and was going to tour it around the world and made, like, $6,000 off of off of people there are easier it. ways to make six thousand yeah seriously <laughs> off of off of people seeing it and then when they looked at the body they're like clearly this is a prop that had been made for you and he was like oh well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tour the actual body around that would it would it would uh, it would start to rot and it's they like, made a mold jackass. that's yeah. hilarious anyway, sorry I, I, the, the, continue with this asinine <laughs> true or false bigfoot hair has been analyzed by scientists who have been unable to identify it false uh, that's what i've been talking about that like they, they've identified a lot of hair oh very good very good that is correct that is a false statement true or false the fbi has a file on bigfoot <laughs> that's gotta be true they've got files on everything <laughs> in what i found yes this is somewhat true it is true I don't know that they actively maintain a file, but the FBI has done analysis of Bigfoot evidence. It was initially withheld from the public and later released. I believe it was inconclusive other than to show that some of the alleged evidence has fallen into the categories that we've discussed already. True or false, Bigfoot ranges from 6 to 10 feet in height. Yeah, true. Oh, he's knocking this out, ladies well, and gentlemen. True, again, again, true in the sense that people who think Bigfoot is re- <laughs> think Bigfoot is real claim that it is that tall. I'm sorry, you only get to select true or false. True uh, or false, right. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot has been sighted riding a deer. Oh, God, I, <laughs> I really want that one to be. I, I want that to be true in both senses of the word. Uh, <laughs> Do I believe that that's actually happened? Absolutely the hell not. Do I believe that somebody thinks they saw that? Yeah, I think that was probably true. Ooh, to the best of my knowledge, that is false. I completely oh, made it up. <laughs> that's wonderful. Just for this test. <laughs> <laughs> All right. True or false, Bigfoot mating season is from March till April every year. I mean, that's when... True, yeah. A lot of other animals, that's when they mate. Sure. Oh, true. This was allegedly witnessed by Grady Grange, who claims he saw them doing it doggy style. There you have it. Good good for Grady. Sure he <laughs> sure, sure he has a lot of friends. True or false, Bigfoot can run up to thirty miles per hour. True. Absolutely, Royal Cruden oh, yeah. of Indiana Absolutely. claimed. Absolutely. <laughs> claimed. That being chased by Bigfoot while on a four-wheeler proved this conclusively. True or false, Bigfoot is a member of the endangered species list. (laughs) False? No, that's true. 
That is true. <laughs> Bigfoot is a member of the endangered species list in Russia, Germany, and France. At least that's what the internet says. Great. True or false, Bigfoot is immune to pepper spray. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, false. Mm, I'm sorry, Daniel. That one is allegedly true. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> I didn't see who said it was though. All right, this is your your you've you've done pretty well. Um, I wasn't keeping track. You have a number correct out of a number incorrect and a number incorrect out of that two. I don't really know. But we'll make this one worth all the points. This is for all the points. You are either uh, an official Bigfoot expert or a novice or, based on your answer or a sane, to this question. Or a sane woman. <laughs> <laughs> or a, no, no, no. We're, we're, no, no. You're, keep your acidity and your uh, uh, skepticism to yourself, please. There's no room on standardized tests. We've, we've just this. done an hour and 11 minutes of me uh, <laughs> not keeping that to myself. Some Bigfoots, some Bigfoots, have been said to be able to fly, true or false. Oh my God. False. Think about false. it. False, no, there's no way. He gets it. He gets it, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel Mothershed is your in-house Bigfoot expert. He's got the beard. He's got the looks. He's got the knowledge. <laughs> that is false. I have found no claims in which Bigfoot was said to be able to fly. Daniel wins it all. Congratulations. And also loses. Your life is changed. There's an audio track in the background with people cheering for you. There's applause. I know how much you hate laugh tracks. We're probably going to add that, too. It's just great. You are a Bigfoot expert. Uh, Ghost in the Garbage thanks you for sharing your extensive knowledge on this uh, standardized test that we created for you. It's, it's literally all I had to do today, so sure. <laughs> There you have it. Well, uh, is there anything else? Uh, you need a title now. Um, no. Um, no. Uh, I, okay, well, we'll think of one. Any any parting thoughts, Bigfoot expert? Yes. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Yes, I do. In my expert opinion, Bigfoot is not real. <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Uh, Daniel will be shifting his knowledge. I am an expert on this next topic coming up. EVP. Uh, yes. I have to electronic voice phenomenon. It's it's a really big thing in the ghost hunting world. Daniel, I'm going to tell you now. You need to be really careful when we do this because I don't want to invite anything onto this show that we regret having. EVP is very serious. Uh, come on. It's a very it's look, no, it's a very serious topic. There will be no joking. That's preposterous. No laughing. If EVPs are real, they can come on this podcast and they can be a part of what we're doing in the next episode. That's I, that's how we will have. I am. I'm I'm going to be, of course, you know, socially distanced and isolated, but we're taking some recordings from some famous places around the world. I would encourage you to take some too if you can get there. And we're gonna do EVP next. It's gonna be um, the most convincing paranormal episode we've ever done. Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Weston. We will uh, continue this next time. Yes, we will. Bigfoot is not real. And they and there you have it. Bigfoot is not real. <laughs> there you have it. Bigfoot is still Daniel not real. Mother shed. Not real. Daniel the manual. Bigfoot is not Daniel real and Daniel. that is not my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Until next time. Yes, indeed. Goodbye.